Welcome to the Companion Chapel Everyday Bible Study Podcast. My name is Mike, coming to you from the Great Lakes area of beautiful Ontario, Canada. It's October 28th, 221, coming right up. It's the book of Samuel, 2 Samuel chapter 6. Don't you dare miss it. All anxieties and uncertainties stop where biblical literacy starts. This Companion Chapel Podcast makes the Bible easy for you to understand and enjoyable for you to follow along. First, please consider your part in the many-membered body of Christ. This is your church. Help glorify, magnify, and broadcast God's saving word. My part is creating this Bible teaching media. Your part consists of getting involved in that church administration with your time or money contributions, managing, marketing, advertising, helping with the website, helping with the podcast, or whatever ideas you have to broadcast God's saving word. Whatever God-given talent you have, God expects you to use it in the many-membered body of Christ. Companion Chapel is a registered nonprofit ministry. This Bible teaching podcast is only only possible with your donations. Give it up for God and your whole human family at companionchapel.com. How are you blessing others with the blessing God has given you? Visa, Mastercard, PayPal, or e-transfer to email address companionchapel at gmail.com. Companion Chapel is located at number 338 side road 28-29 Paisley, Ontario, Canada, NOG2G0. And the phone number here is 509-706-8876. Now let's get right down into it here. We're at 2 Samuel chapter 6. And again, David gathered together all the chosen men of Israel, 30,000. Well, he's got quite the army now, 30,000 guys. You know, when he was on the run, he had like 200 people. And David arose and went with all the people that were with him from Baal of Judah to bring them from thence the ark of God, whose name is called by the name of the Lord of hosts that dwelleth between the cherubims. Okay, David's going to go get the ark, the ark of the covenant. What does the ark represent? It represents God's word, how it's to be handled, how it's to be cared for. It's God's word. That's what it represents. But it's an actual thing. It's an ark. It's like a chest with gold on it and cherubims. And there's all kinds of rules for handling it. And watch this. God, uh, David didn't ask God, hey, should I go get the ark? And David should have asked God and asked the Levitical priest, where were you, Abathar? And David, like, why didn't you ask him? And they set the ark of God upon a new cart. Ooh, that is bad. And brought it out of the house of Abinadab, that was in Gibeah, and Uzzah, and Aho, and the sons of Abinadab drove the cart. And they brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was at Gibeah, accompanying the ark of God, and Aho went before the ark. What's going on here? A new cart. Okay, this is contrary to how God said to handle this. Numbers chapter 4, read it. Okay, there's specific, very specific. This is how you handle the church business. This is how you handle my word. Don't give it something new. Don't start adding your traditions. Hey, let's make it different. Let's make it better. Let's add some stuff. Let's take away some stuff. There was a way that they had to handle the cart, and that was they had to carry it through staves. It was extremely detailed. Numbers chapter 4, chapter 7, 10. It goes on and on. Deuteronomy chapter 10, but I recommend Numbers chapter 4. Okay, and they brought the cart out of the house, read that 5. And David all and all the hosts of Israel played before the Lord 
on all manner of instruments made of firwood, even of harps, and of psalteries and timbrels, and all cornets and cymbals. Uh, David's got a band. It's awesome. Big show. It looks religious, and it looks like, wow, this is it. This is it. You know, it's like going to a Catholic church. Wow, this looks religious. There's a guy up there in a dress. He doesn't teach any of the Bible. His head guy is called the Pope. And oh, does the Pope teach the Bible? Or is the Pope one of those guys that Jesus Christ said in effeminate clothes? Filthy rich. Just constantly getting money. Teaching things like there's purgatory. So you have to get baptized. There's no purgatory, man. You can't document that. God is the God of the living, not the dead. You're in two bodies, as it's written, a celestial body or a terrestrial body. Your terrestrial body is this earth body. Terra firma. We're made of clay. We're bound by the permanence of being human in these restricted and reduced bodies and minds. It's terra, our terra firma body. A terrestrial body. And then instantly, you're in one or the other. A celestial body. So that's, that's an example of adding things. And don't forget that... I It's so sad. I pray for everybody and I love everybody. But listen, guy in the dress in the Catholic Church. Teach the Bible. Feed the sheep, man. They're hanging off every word. You guys go through so many traditions and... 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 and uh, so many things you do that look holy and it's so sad i know people that have supported catholic churches for over 30 years and they are biblically illiterate in fact one of them asked me and a person who i really like old person 70s 80s or something like that well my mother-in-law says yeah we've been supporting this catholic church for all these years and it's like yeah and well, I guess our ticket stamped to get into heaven because we've paid. You can't buy your way into heaven, okay? And furthermore, that was the person who I who I really love that said, "Yeah, we just don't uh, we just don't believe that Jesus Christ could have been born. You know, Mary was a virgin and got pregnant. We just don't believe that. Like you've gone to church for thirty years, man. You can't even read the first verse of the Bible. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. You think He can't create an embryo?" Sap. So, anyways, these guys are doing uh, making a religious show. It looks religious, sounds religious, but it's an abomination to God. And when they came to Nakash, threshing floor, Uzaz put his forth his hand to the ark of God and took hold of it for the auction shook it. Yeah. So the you know what we're not driving down like the Walmart gardens here, the asphalt gardens where it's perfect pavement, right? We're not driving down like the 400 series highways here with this arc. It's like rough roads and you shouldn't have ox carrying it anyway. And so, yeah, the ark did a little stumbly-wumbly. This guy puts his hand on it. And what happened? And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzziah and God smote him there for his error. That's why, to show everybody. He's instantly with the Father. And there he died by the ark of God. Like, don't shake up God's word. Handle it as instructed. Okay? That's what the ark is symbolic of God's word. The mercy seat. You know, Noah's ark was symbolic of God's word. It carried the last Adamic people down to the last eight. Because God had to flood out the area because of the moral depravity, the morally repulsiveness that was going on, the sexual just people just thinking about sex all the time. Oh, we're not like that now, someone told me. I said, really? 
That's all people think about. Money and their crotches. Why in the newspaper, this little London newspaper, or uh, the paper up here, Great Bruce newspaper, there's not a full-page ad for God in there, but there's a full-page ad for male erection pills in there. There's ads in there for sex toy stores. And there used to be ads for meeting people, but now that's all online. And check that out. It's, it's just like the days of Noah. People just can't stop thinking about sexual gratification. That's Hollywood has put such a big deal on. What's beautiful, what's not beautiful. What's value, has value, what doesn't have value. And yes, you have to, sex is such a big deal. No, it's not. It's, God said what sex is supposed to be. It's supposed to be between a man and a woman that are married. And it's about, it's not about self-gratification. Don't look upon others' self-gratification. Like, girls, throw some clothes on. Those yoga pants, we can see everything, by the way. Everything. Like, have some dignity. Back in the 80s, they used to wear little skirts over that. What's up? Like, what are you trying to do? And guys, don't be such pig, pigs. You really... The sexual comments on the job sites I had to be at for 25 years. And everywhere I go. Oh, I'd like to do that. Oh, really? That's a human being. That's one of God's children and one of your brothers and sisters. You get married, it's about... It's it's not about self-gratification. It's about, it's about feeling the same for the other person. Want to make the other person be close to the other person. Love the other person. Anyways, I don't know how I got on that. And David was displeased because the Lord had made a breach upon Uzzah, and he called the name of the place Perez Uzzah to this day. That means breaking forth of you. Like David's mad at himself. He should have known better. He should have went to a Levitical priest and said, how do we move this thing? Like he should have known better. And now someone's dead because everybody followed David. Nobody inquired of God. Where were the Levitical priests? Like Uzzah and Ohio and Gibeah and Abinadab. They should have known. They should have known the prescribed law. Like when the Philistines moved the ark, they did it in ignorance. So no judgment fell on them because the law of Moses was not delivered to them. They didn't know. But David should have known. Hence judgment came. The solemn lesson is that anything introduced into the worship of God contrary to his requirements is deserving of his judgments. This includes all that is contrary to John 4.24 and all that is of the flesh which profited nothing. All this is like David's new cart and his sin in God's sight. So here's David and now he's afraid and how shall the ark of the Lord come to me? Why don't you ask a Levitical priest that's actually read the Bible? So David not, would not remove the ark of the Lord unto him to the city of David, but David carried it aside to the house of Obed-Edom the Gittite. Now, Obed was a, a Levitical priest. Now, why does it say Edom? Well, he's probably a missionary there. Okay, because we know all about Edom. Esau. God loved Jacob and hated Esau, Rush, the Russian nations. He loves the people, but not the system, the communists, the tyrant, the little tyrant that's running Russia right now, just imposing grinding poverty on that ginormous country of beautiful people. Okay, so, and the Ark of the Lord continued in the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite, three months. And Gittite is 
he's a Levite, okay? I could go back and document that. I just, I'm not feeling all that good today. And the Lord blessed Obam, Obed-Edom and his household. And it was told King David, saying, The Lord had blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that pertaineth unto him because of the ark of God. Okay? So David went and brought the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom into the city of David gladness, with gladness. And it was so, they did it right, that when they that bear the ark had gone six paces, he sacrificed oxen and fatlings. There's no ox wagon here. They were carrying it, like God said, with staves that went through these gold things. You know, would it be two guys on each side and four guys carrying it? I forget. Again. You can read about that in Numbers chapter 4. And it was so that they, when they bare the ark of the Lord and got six paces, they, they made a sacrifice for the Lord. And David danced before the Lord with all his might. He danced for the Lord. He wasn't partying, getting drunk, thinking, yeah, this is a big show for me. This is all about God. And David was girded with a linen ephob. Well, David put his leisure suit on. And David, and actually, if it's got an ephod, that would have been a priest's leisure suit. When would it look like? And he took his king robe off because he was dancing before the Lord. He's acknowledging who God is. He's not trying to say, hey, this is all about me, King David. So don't read over that. He put the priest's leisure suit on and he took his kingly clothes off. He humbled himself. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shoutings and with the sound of a trumpet. They were, having, they were happy about this. They were doing it right. And as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michal, Saul's daughter, notice it doesn't say David's wife, from Saul, looked through the window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in his heart. Ooh, she had disdain for him. Now, give Michael some slack here. Because she was married to Pekel for a long time. She was happy. She would have been settled. David, why did you break up that marriage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saul promised her to you. But let's have some human compassion here. She wasn't your chick anymore, man. Get over it. You have a whole stable of chicks. Concubines. Wives. She was married somewhere, David. And no wonder she's grouchy. Looking at his... Look at this guy. You know, where's my husband, Peniel? Like, look at this guy dancing around like a clown. And they brought in the ark of the Lord. In her eyes, David was dancing before the Lord, and he humbled himself in God's eyes, okay? But in her eyes, she was looking, she despised him, looked at him with disdain. And they brought in the ark of the Lord and set it in its place. And in the midst of the tabernacle that David had pitched for it, okay, a tent, and David offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. Yeah, they followed what is written in Numbers chapter 4. It goes in a tent. There's a whole... I forget the word. I'm not feeling good today. There's a whole process of unpacking the, this ark and the, setting up the tabernacle, okay? And, you know, David had a big fancy house and the ark is still in the tent, but that's what God's, God's 
good with that, okay? 18. And as soon as David had made an end of offering burnt offerings and peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord of hosts. He wasn't looking for any, uh, you know, tribute to him. He wasn't sitting there in some big fancy chair, like some giant fancy chair, king's chair with robes on, saying, I want to hear along with the king. No, he was, it's all about the Lord. This is good. David, you're doing good. And he dealt among all the people, even among the whole multitude of Israel. No one left behind, as well as to the women and men, to everyone a cake of bread, a good piece of flesh, that's meat, and a flagon of wine. Okay, so think about this. You know, he's when the ark was brought in, the bread of life is served. Wine is symbolic of Christ's blood, and raisin cakes come from the vine. This is all. Uh, this is Israel's access to salvation. Remember, Jesus Christ feeds us with the bread of life and quenches our thirst with the living waters, so we don't hunger or thirst after the ways of things of the world, ever. We don't covet things. We don't want anything. I don't want anything. Like, when I was making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year for many years, yeah, I was always want more. I, I, I could get five hours sleep if I was lucky. Never happy, never satisfied. Oh, yeah, yeah, have some good times, right? Buy a fast car, do some burnouts, and or you know, buy some nice stuff, go on nice vacations. But it, it was all just—it's it, all vanity of vanities and it, vexation of spirit. I'm here living in grinding poverty, freezing, but I sleep ten hours a night because I get to teach the Bible every day, and I want you to be part of it. Come on, come out here and join me at the Companion Chapel, or get involved online. Email me at companionchapel.com, at gmail.com, companionchapel at gmail.com. Okay, so. All Israel, everybody. So all the people departed everyone to his house. Yeah, and they had like a nice sandwich and something to drink and a dessert. 20. Then David returned to bless his household. And Michael, the daughter of Saul, notice it doesn't say his wife, David's wife, this is daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, how glorious. Now she's talking condescending here, patronizing. How glorious was the king of Israel today who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaids and of the servants as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovered himself. Wow, she just tees off on him. She goes, don't you know you're king? You're supposed to be carrying your chair. You're supposed to have one of those big things in your hand that kings have. I don't know what those things are. They look like a light bulb with a long stick and they smack him on the ground. And David said unto Michael, uh, listen, B, it was before the Lord. It wasn't about me. Who chose me before thy father and before all his house to appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord, over Israel. Therefore, I play before the Lord. It's not a party about me. David's happy the ark's home. It's all about God and God's blessings. And I will yet be more vile than this and will base myself in, in my own sight. I'm going to humble even farther. I'm not going to go around acting like King Poop at Turd Island. I am giving it up for God here. And of the maidservants which thou hast spoken of, of them shall I be had in honor. Well, he's really laying it out here. Therefore, Michael, now cut her some slack. The daughter of Saul doesn't say 
wife of David, had no child until the day of her death. Okay? Because David had like a hundred other girlfriends, and there she was. She was supposed to be the first wife, and she was married to somebody else for a long, long time. And then David wanted her to come over. And then, of course, she's not going to be happy. She had a life with somebody else, and it just got torn right out of her. So she looked down at David. She took a cheap shot at David, but she's upset. I give it up. I give a shout out to Mikel. You know, sorry about the way things went down. And that's it for Second Samuel chapter six. I hope you're enjoying this. Please get involved in the Companion Chapel. Like this is your church. This is a registered nonprofit that I set up. I'm a one man show, and I want, I need people. I need people out here. If you have a trailer or or whatever, it's a big property. And I want you to help promote this podcast, uh, share this podcast, get involved in this podcast. You can phone in and be a special guest on this podcast. We can do topical discussions on day's events, and I can convey to you what the Bible says about it. Or we can talk together or come out and do videos together. You know, get involved in the Companion Chapel. I don't, like, I don't want anything. I just want the basic necessities of life. I don't like to have to go to the food bank. You know, I think this podcast is worth money. Uh, to help support I would like to get electricity here so I could do videos I have to drive down to the library and use library internet and now my truck doesn't want to run anymore because I haven't had any money to upkeep it but this is a beautiful place I'm not going to stop doing this God doesn't send out beggars you're supposed to support your teacher because you're supporting God bless God blesses you so you can bless others what God give, who God gives much to you expects much in return. That means if God's giving you extra money and you're hoarding it instead of giving up $10 because you've learned something here, you want other people to hear it. We're going to have to go and shut down here. It's starting to get cold out. Come on out and help me out. Number 338, side road 28-29, Paisley, Ontario, Canada. It's looking pretty flash out here. It's really nice property. Uh, N-O-G-2-N-O. And I want to give a shout-out to my friend Alvin Decker. He's been texting me from the United States and a whole bunch of other people that call. Listen, it's confidentiality when you call me. I will never repeat it. People have been telling me stuff, and I'm like, dude, let it out. I will tell you what God's Word says. You may not like it, but govern yourselves accordingly. Hey, I want to thank you very much for listening. Have yourself a great day, and bye for now.